today as we celebrate the Reformation of our, of our church. We have the wonderful opportunity to reflect upon the blessings that we received over the past many, many years, from the time of the Lutheran Reformation until now. And I want to focus on the epistle for today from 1 Thessalonians, a living faith. I'm going to talk kind of softly, so I hope you can hear me. When I was a young man, um, my father owned an office equipment business. And every June, we had to take an inventory. Have you ever taken inventories? Well, it was something I really didn't enjoy. And so I asked my father one day, I said, why do we have to take an inventory? And he said, well, it helps me get a better idea of where my business is and where I stand. I think it's important for us to take a spiritual inventory. An inventory of our business, our life, our relationship to God. Where do we stand before him? And how are we doing? I think the Reformation provides us a wonderful opportunity to reflect on that today. And so today I would like to... uh, it's the references from, as you see, 1 Thessalonians, the epistle reading for the day. And Paul speaks about thanksgiving, thanksgiving in his heart for the people of Thessalonica who demonstrated such a living faith. It's something that we desire in our own hearts as well and in our own lives. And I'd like you to consider Three points today as we discuss our living faith. Number one, our faith is produced by the faith that God has given us in his son. Number two, our faith is demonstrated by the labor of our love. And number three, you endure as a Christian because you are inspired by hope. So we're talking about faith about love, and about hope. In this reading from Paul in 1 Thessalonians, he speaks about the Thessalonian Christians, and he lifts them up as an example, not only here, but in his letter to the Corinthians as well, where he speaks about their sacrifice and their service for the Lord Jesus and for God's people especially in Jerusalem. They were enduring a famine in those days and the church needed help in Jerusalem. And Paul said of the Thessalonian Christians, they gave of themselves first to the Lord and then to us. What about our lives? As we take a spiritual inventory as we reflect upon our love and in our service to God and others. You know, the key is always Jesus. We give ourselves first to the Lord. Now, how does that happen? It happens because we have come under the influence of God's Holy Spirit. Paul speaks about the Spirit coming to the Thessalonian Christians, and he uses that phrase, 
Boy, I wish I had my voice today. With great conviction. With great conviction. That tells us so much about the heart of God. And his desire for us to grow up as his people. To not only believe on the Lord Jesus Christ as our personal Savior. Savior from sin and death and the power of the devil but also to live out that faith life. As we reflect in the early days of the church, we cannot speak about the things we've seen and heard. How about your personal life today? As you've come to church this morning on this kind of cloudy and rainy day, gosh, it was sure dark when I got up this morning. I'm sure it was for you. Now, we know daylight savings time is coming, but that, that maybe will help a little bit. But as we begin a new day, recognizing that we begin our day in Jesus Christ, for this is where God has placed us and planted us to grow as his people. And he desires us to grow. He desires us not to have a faith that is lackluster, but a faith that is dynamic and growing and committed to bring the gospel of Jesus Christ to this world. Reformation is all about reaching people for Jesus. Every day in our life is a new day that God has given us. And we are so special in his sight. And we give thanks today for that. In 1 Thessalonians chapter 1, we read that we are chosen by God with power. Maybe you've thought at times, uh, who am I or where am I going or what is life all about? Maybe as you look at your life in terms of the years and how they progress and how quickly time goes by. Maybe for some of us, we would like to take back Maybe past years. Maybe we would like to start over again, but I'm not sure. I think we look at where we are today and we recognize that God has brought us to this point in time because of his choosing and of his will. I think about Dr. Martin Luther and the reformer, of course, who we look to as the uh, uh, kind of the great founder of the Lutheran Church, although I'm not sure he really wanted to be a founder of anything. I wanted, I'm pretty sure he would have, as he did, want to return to the Word of God. Return to the Word. God's Spirit tells me that every day. Return to the Word and trust in the one who has won for you. Luther endured all kinds of heartache and trials and troubles in his life. He struggled with his own faith life. He looked at himself and he couldn't see any worthiness at all in him. He tried to make it happen within himself and finally by God's grace, the power of the Spirit and with great conviction, Luther was led to the very word of God. The just are saved by faith in Romans 1. We have to return to the word in our life every day. We forget who we are 
and where God is leading us and where his goal is for each of us. He is the author and the finisher of our faith. He has gone before us to make a way for us. I don't have to tell you that we live in a very convoluted and dangerous world today. I'm sure you run into people, I do, every, seems like every day saying, do you think this is the end? Do you think this is the beginning of the end? With all the violence, the hatred, the war, the bloodshed, the inhumanity that we see. It shouldn't surprise us. Even though we don't want it, yet we know we live in an evil, fallen world. And even in the days of Noah, when, when things were so bad and people were so far away from God, God saw those who were his. And he saved them. He rescued them as they were always with him. We have that uh, blessing today for we belong to him and he is in control each and every day of our personal lives. When you look at the Christian faith, your faith, your faith that is alive, your desire is to grow. And as you look at your heart today and, and the life that God has given you, recognize that everything we do for the Lord and for others is produced by faith. It, it's something that stems from Jesus. It's because we have been set apart by God and rescued that we have the opportunity to serve him and to serve others. Trusting in God and his promises. Wow, I need to be reminded of that every day. I just can't trust in myself. I have good intentions. I think I know the way I should go and the way that God leads me. But I'm not always on track. But God is there always to bring me back. He leads me and he opens doors for me. He brings people into my life. He allows situations, good and bad, to come before me. And his desire is that I learn I must always turn to him. I can't, I can't break through the bondage. I can't, I can't break through the sadness. I can't get on with my life without him. That's his leading and that's his guiding. All that we do produced by faith and trust in Jesus. And the Thessalonian Christians were also uh, lifted up by Paul for us this morning as well in that their labor was produced by love. John says, of course, in 1 John Beloved, let us love one another, for love is of God. And he who loves is born of God and knows God, for God is love. Boy, that's a struggle. It's a struggle with warring factions around the world, but it's also a struggle for us. Love, 
God first loved us that we might love one another. I'm sure in your personal life you have struggled with forgiveness. We all do. We have a memory that doesn't let us forget, it seems. I must take my memories and my thoughts and my desires and my wishes and my will, I must take them <clears throat> under the cross of Christ. Because there everything is cleansed and everything is made new. And being a lost person as I am, I must continually be reminded of it. I must be drawn to the cross every day and God's spirit does that. We often use the term, I use it so often, day by day with Jesus. It's a very simple expression, but it's so powerful and it's such a testimony of faith. And you could give that, and I know you do, to others as well as reminding it of it for yourself. Day by day with Jesus. Every day, may it be his way and not mine. Open my eyes that I may see Jesus. Isn't that our prayer? Isn't that our uh, conviction uh, every day as Christians living in this fallen world. And finally, be inspired by love. As we take a personal inventory of our spiritual life, recognize that we are inspired by love with hope, and it's a sure hope. It's a certain hope. In Psalm 48, verse 14, the psalmist writes, for this this is for this God is our God forever. He will be our guide even unto death. Our God is our God forever. That's our sure hope. There's, it will never be broken, that promise. In Psalm 56, in God have I put my trust. I will not be afraid what anyone can do to me. How about that one for the world that we live in today? I will not be afraid. I will not be afraid what anyone can do for me. I put my hope in God and he will lead me and be with me forever. And then that beautiful promise from God in Romans chapter 8. All things work together for good. Who those? For those who are connected, those who believe in Jesus. The Reformation, by grace alone, God's gift of love and forgiveness, by word alone, the Holy Scripture, and by faith alone, a faith that trusts and clings to the words and promises of God. We're getting toward the end of the year. Thanksgiving is coming up. Advent, Christmas, I don't even mind Pastor Chris of all the events that are going to be taking place here in the next few weeks and months. So much to happen, but what an opportunity to focus. And I think in worship and in prayer and praise, we have an opportunity to come around the word and receive the very promises of God that sustain us and keep us every day of our lives. A time to reflect.
a time to praise, and a time to give thanks. A living faith. May we continue to grow and serve God as we serve others to his glory and for the extension of his kingdom before he comes again. In Jesus' name, amen. And all God's people said, <coughs> amen. Let us now stand as we confess our common faith in the words of the Nicene Creed. I believe in one